Pray 
Lord, we are grateful. And Lord, thank you. Our hearts and our minds are open to receive from you tonight. Lord, thank you. Thank you for hearing our prayers. Thank you for hearing the words of our mouth. Thank you for fulfilling your word in our lives. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I was born for war. Bali Kesoka. And the kind of war I was born for, I was born to take giants. I'm saying mine, you can choose to say yours. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. He hath anointed me to win for the kingdom. Yes. I'm called for such a time as this. So, I'll take it up from where I stopped in the, in the afternoon. What does God want? Make sure you are listening because now we, we need to decode what God wants. So, just like we have a partner and now we have understood that to love is not to seek oneself. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. I'll start from verse 1. It says, though I speak with the tongues of men and tongues of angels and have not, King James would say charity, but it's love. It says, I am become a sounding brass or a tingling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and I stand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not love, I am nothing. Then he says, and though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not love, it profited me nothing. Now, when I saw, the first time I saw this particular verse, I was like, what? Because you see, Paul is saying, and though I bestow all my goods, that means you can give your everything to the poor and it is not out of love. Because some are doing it for Instagram likes. He said, I bestow all my goods to the poor. He said, and I give my body to be burned. He said, you, the person is giving his body to be burned, but inside the person, he's not giving it out of love. He says, if he does not do it out of love, he said, it profited him nothing. Verse 4. Then he now begins to talk about love. Give me NIV. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. That's the point I want to bring out. It is not self-seeking. To know God, to love God, is not to seek your own. Because you see, like I gave you the example in the afternoon, a lot of people say, oh, oh, I love this person. And it's not because they actually love the person. They don't love the person. The person has ticked their boxes. So actually, it has ended up in self-gratification. It is not love. Because it has come back to self-seeking. The biggest problem in this world is caused by selfishness. And people carry that same selfishness into the house of God. Into their life with God. The same selfishness. Same selfishness. When they come into the kingdom. Today, you know, <laughs> the meeting which I was in with Pastor, we were, we were discussing some things. And, you know, people will come to church and say, if you come to church, if you come to Christ, 
You have money. You have car. It's not true. I want to tell you today so that if that's what you're expecting, tomorrow, call taxi. Okay, if the gospel is, if you come to Christ, you will have car, then we can't preach to a rich man. That means a rich man does not need it. That's why many, you know, you know people have been saying, eh, pastors are taking the money of poor people. Because they think the church is full of poor people who are looking for something from God. No, the church is an army of lovers. That if you come to Christ, you will have money. Bet way. Bet way. Bet way can do that. Some, some people say, ha, follow me to my church. My, fat, my pastor will make you rich. I'm telling you, it's a lie. The person is lying to you. It's not me. I deal in souls and eternal affairs. Have you seen a company that said dealers in, in spare parts? No, my de- I deal in souls and eternal verities. That's what I do. I can't give you a car. You better go and enter a raffle draw. <laughs> See? It is not self-seeking. It's not self-seeking. Then I talk about what God wants. What does God want? What does God want? Then we look into the scripture, what he wants. He said, God required things that are past. So I said, if you want to know what God wants, you have to go into the past because he has already stated what he wants. In this camp, we are attempting to know what God wants so that when we go back, we are not going to shadow box. We are not going to do try and error. We are going to know this is what God wants. Let me give it to him. In Ecclesiastes 3 verse 15, he said, God required things that are past. He said, that which has been is that which shall be. And God required things that are past. Now, Proverbs 23 verse 26 Look in your Bible. Proverbs 23, verse 26. My son, we are looking at what God wants. He said, my son, give me your heart. <laughs> no, we are not choosing what to give God. Oh. We are now hearing from God himself what he said he wants. You know, if you have a partner, and you are sitting with a partner, and the parents say, on my birthday, I want milk biscuits, three candles, the feather of a hen. I don't know whether it's a fetish priestess or... Once you start hearing it, you better write it down. Because to buy another thing is to waste your money. If you have a friend and the friend says, on my birthday, I usually like Alansa. Do you know Alansa? Or you are too bougie for Alansa? He said, on my birthday, I want Alansa. If you have more money, don't buy another thing. Just get track of Alansa. I said, you said you like Alansa. They began, oh my God, oh my God, Alansa, Alansa. More Alansa. See, God is saying, okay, first, my son, give me thine heart. God required things that are past. He's telling you, first of all, he said, if you are going to give me anything, he said, this is what I want. This is what I want from you. I don't want your money. I don't want your car. I don't want your shoe. You know, there are some people, after they give, they make certain givings in the house of God, they think now they own God. So I gave God, I gave you. I gave you. Remember what he said. He said, you can give everything, not out of love, but out of Betway. You and God are staking Betway. God, I gave you 10. Give me 1,000. God, I gave you 1,000. Give me 100,000. So you are into casino. <laughs> you are into casino and betting my son give me thy heart 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 and i said we started looking at a certain man called david he was one man that god testified of for me 
You know, I am very careful of the people God testifies about. God testifies of them. Guys, say that this one is after my heart. Say this one, I like him. So then we begin to study the guy. Because if one plus one in 1994 is two, one plus one in 2021 will be two. So if we walk where David walked, God will like us too. If we do what David did, we're going to have the same testimony for God. Because till today, God still testifies of men. Read the Bible. God testified of many. He said concerning Abraham. He said, I know Abraham. He will command his house after me. When Abel offered his sacrifices, I would say, and God testifying of his gifts. God testifies who? Look, let me tell you this. Don't live a life on earth that when you later go and ask God for your report card, you cry. <laughs> you know, you can live a life on earth when you later say, God, can I see my report card? God, what is your testimony of me? And God will look at you and say, uh, you... I've weighed you. You are like this. You are like that. If God testifies of you, what will he say concerning you? What are the things or the place you've walked, the things you've done for God that you can open your mouth and testify? How do I know God still testifies of men? In the book of Revelations, after Jesus has died, because sometimes people try to use the message of grace to try to rubbish away what you also do. Because in the book of Revelations, Jesus Christ came after he has died and resurrected and he began to testify of the churches. He said, unto the pastor, the, the word there is angel. Unto the angel of the church of Lydus. He said, right. The word angel there is pastor. Unto the pastor. He said, write to the pastor and tell him. He said, you have left your first love. To one of the churches, God wrote to one of the churches and told them. He, he, he told them. He said that you have a name. You have a name. That you are on fire, but you are not. There are people like that. You have a name. If you hold microphone here to lead prayer, we will scatter. Oh Lord, oh Lord. Everybody will be looking at you. Mm, spiritual brother. Mm, mm. This guy, he has been tearing down the kingdom of hell. You have a name. But in your prayer closet, you don't pray. So you just have a name. In church, people see you looking very, very spiritual. They give you microphone on talk show. I'd like to first of all thank my pastor, my father, my mentor, my life coach, for the opportunity to use this opportunity to stay on the opportunity. And Pastor, thank you so much. You have done so much for me from the time I was a child. Hey! I was not there when you were a child. <laughs> Alright. So our first point was about David was his what? His what? Come again. Yes. I wanted to be sure everybody was listening. His passion. Psalm 18 verse 1. His passion. Saul never said, I love you God. Look at it. David said, I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. Saul never said anything like that. Saul never said, I will love you, God. He never said, I love you, God. He never said it. Many kings came. None of them ever opened their mouth and said, I love you, God. God doesn't have many people expressing such passion toward him. Passion. Ah, there was a day David was supposed to go and make a giving. Then, because he was the king, the person in charge of the land said, take this land for free. He said, I cannot give to God something that costs me nothing. What passion. The guy knew God beyond someone in the sky. He knew God as someone that desired love. Why did God create? If you understand the scriptures, you understand that God created because he wanted fellowship. He wanted love. Remember songs of Solomon chapter 8 verse 6. He said, love is as strong as death. God knows what is inside love because he is love. He is love. 
He looked around and he created man just like him so that he could fellowship with man. Bible says that and God came to Adam in the cool of the day. God sought friendship. God sought love. When God made Adam and Eve, God was just watching a mock up. He was watching a demo of the real marriage. The real marriage. The Bible says, he said, this is a mystery in the book of Ephesians. He said, this is a mystery when he was talking about marriage. He said, this is a mystery. So anytime God saw Adam and Eve, he was just, it's a demo of the real thing that is going to happen. God likes love. God wants to be loved. God wants us to express our love toward him. God doesn't want us every day, God give me, God forgive me. God give me, God forgive me. There are some people, they never lavish their love on God. Every time, they are trying to take something from God. God, anything for the boys. <laughs> I will love you, God. David, David inspires me. So I will love you, God. Heavenly God, you cannot go anywhere. I will love you. I will love you. Even if you say you don't like me, I like you. I like you, Lord. I like you, Lord. I, I, I don't know if you remember Pastor Claus' testimony where he said a prophet came and was prophesying to everybody. Prophesy you, you will be this, you will be this. He came to him, he said... If nobody respects you, respect yourself. <laughs> you can see clearly that the prophet didn't have any prophecy for the guy. He said, the prophet is when he has closed, he came to Pastor Claude. If nobody respects you, respect yourself. <laughs> so Pastor Claude said he didn't think God likes him. Because how will God be talking to everybody, prophecy to everybody when it got to him? Respect yourself. <laughs> then he said to himself, if God doesn't like me, me. I'm going after him. God sees. I was telling you in the, in the afternoon. God sees it. God saw it when David was dancing. But he didn't talk. He saw it. He didn't say anything. It was when Mikal stopped it that we realized that. Have you ever watched a movie and you did like you're not watching? Then someone came to pass. Oh, leave there. That's when you proved that I was actually following it. But nobody knew you were following right now with your one eye. You didn't want anybody to realize that you have actually been watching the telenovela in the house because they think you are very spiritual. So you didn't want anybody. It is when somebody put it off, say, You people cry in this house. So it's the same thing. God, God was watching. He was watching. He was watching David dance. He was loving it. This first one is David's passion. David's passion meant a lot to God. That is why he recommended it to us. His passion. His passion. I tell you. It's one of the things that you have to learn. You have to learn how to lie on the floor when you worship. Not here, you know. Of course, you can do it here if you want to. But this is not the main place. It, this one is for sure. Your, your personal prayer, what is it like? Your personal worship, your, pers your personal passion. When it is left with you alone and God, that is when God knows you. Because the one you do outside here, no one, anybody can do it. Number two. The first one is his passion. The second one is his prayers. David was a man of prayer. How will a man captivate God's heart if he's not a man of prayer? David was a man of prayer. David was taken into the, the, the cave of Adullam. Saul was looking for him. David was in the cave with his men and all they were doing, they were praying. David, you will see a lot of David's prayers in the Psalms. David will be praying. David will be praying. He will be praying to God. He will be praying to God. Psalm 55 verse 17. Psalm 55 verse 17. Evening and morning and at noon will I pray. The guy was praying in the evening. The guy was praying in the morning. The guy was praying at noon. The guy was passionately praying. He was always praying. He said, and he shall hear my voice. Evening and morning. 
Three times David will be praying. Three times in a day David will be praying. David had times of prayer. You know, it's only in, in Christianity that people make things so loose. They don't have times of prayer. The Bible says in the book of Acts that the likes of Peter, they had times of prayer. There were times of prayer at the night hour. There were times of prayer. When you wake up in the morning, let God hear your voice. David said, early will I seek thee. Early will I seek thee. When you wake up in the morning, let God hear your voice. Then you are praying. Then you are praying. Then you are praying. You are praying. He said, evening and morning and noon. He said, okay, what will I pray about? Don't pray about nothing. Don't pray about nothing. Just be in prayer. Just be in prayer. Just be a man of prayer. And you are praying. I'll capture some of David's prayers for you. So, so that you understand the kind of prayers he was praying. Not all the prayers was, God, give me something. No, at one time, David prayed. He said, send us around the world with the news of your saving power and your eternal plan for all mankind. David was praying for the salvation of the world. That's, that was David's prayer. David will be in the cave and he'll be praying. He'll be praying. He'll be praying. Psalm 109, verse 4. Psalm 109, verse 4. For my love, they are my adversaries, but I give myself unto prayer. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I give myself unto prayer. When there was somebody says, he gives himself to prayer, it is different from, I have a prayer life, or I prayed. No, I pray is different. I have a prayer life is different. When someone gives himself to prayer, it means he has submitted himself to prayer. So now, he's not the only one pray, praying, prayer is praying him. <laughs> that is what the, 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 the disciples said in the book of Acts. He said, but we will give ourselves unto prayer. And to the ministry of the word. Now, you, you understand this very well. Give me the, the passion translation of this one. He said, I give myself to prayer. Give me the passion translation. TPT. Mm. Though I love them, they stand accusing me like Satan. For what I've never done, I will pray until I become prayer itself. If God is going to use you, this is one of the first things he will look for. If he can find you in a place of prayer. Because you see, your strength is not important to God. Your talent is not important to God. What you can say is not important. There are some people, they have the gift of gab. They know how to talk. So because of that, they think that, oh, then God can use me. God is not interested in that chest. He's not interested in that height. God has done things with short men. He has done things with tall men. He's not interested in all those physical qualities. God is looking for a man he can find in the place of prayer. The place of prayer. Oh, God found me there many times. And God still finds me there many times. The place of prayer. I'm not talking about just corporate prayer. I love prayer. I love when people are coming together to pray. I love it when I'm also alone. Anytime I'm alone, I'm not thinking of, I'm bored. I'm looking for an opportunity to pray for my love. He said, he said, he said though I love them, they are stand accusing me like Satan for what I've never done. But I will go and tell my friends and my auntie that they are accusing me. Oh, that's what is there. I'll go and gossip about them. I'm going to gossip about them. He said, I will give myself to prayer. He said over there, he said, I will pray until I become prayer itself. You must have your own cave of Adulam. You must have your own place where you pray. You know, you have a place where you pray. You know, it becomes a life for you. It becomes a lifestyle for you. You are not looking for what I'm going to get from God. You are only, be, you are only become a man of prayer, a woman of prayer. This is not, I'm not talking about spiritual warfare now. I'm not talking about praying to receive anything from God now. You have become a man of prayer, a woman of prayer. You have times of prayer. You have times of prayer, a place of prayer. Why? Because you love God and you know that God will be looking for you in the place of prayer. So you find yourself in the place of prayer. You know why we are praying two hours, three hours, four hours. You think we don't have anything to do? Because I realize that prayer is the place of brokenness. 
Prayer is the place, is the place that God can crack you. That's the place. God can crack you. A lot of the time, sometimes we enter into prayer very proud. When we begin prayer, sometimes all of a sudden, then God himself begins to break us. In the place of prayer, all of a sudden, you begin to realize that you are weeping. All your pride, all your knowledge, your seeming knowledge, everything breaks down in the place of prayer. And you go on your knees and you are praying, and you are praying, and you are praying. When I was growing in the faith, this is one of the things I did not joke with. Because I realized that anytime I prayed, something was happening to me. Anytime I was praying, something was happening to me. So I did not stop praying. I kept praying. There's nothing like too much prayer. There's nothing like too much prayer. I said, there's nothing like too much prayer. If you set your first three hours... You go again and say, today I'm doing four hours. Today I'm doing five hours. Today I'm doing six hours. What are you looking for from God? Nothing. I'm a man of prayer. I'm a man of prayer. Now, you are not speaking those tongues. You know, you are not praying because you want people to hear you praying. You are not praying because you want people to know that your tongue sounds like Spanish. You become a man of prayer. Listen, when you become a man of prayer so much, God begins to borrow your mouth. You didn't hear that. When you become a man of prayer so much, at a point, God begins to borrow your mouth. God begins to borrow your mouth. One time at a camp, one of our camps, the beginning, I think, a blaze camp. As I was praying, as I was praying, as I was praying, and a prophecy began to come in tongues. The tongue I was speaking was like Chinese. I said, Sing Kong Shanya, Sing Kong, Sing Kong, Sing Kong, Sing Kong, Sing Kong. If you are standing aside, you say, ah, these people are fooling. But no, I'm a man of prayer. 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 Jacob was left alone. The Bible says Jacob was left alone. There was a time I preached the, the obedience of Abraham. This, the things that made these people break through with God. Abraham, his own was obedience. Jacob, it was his contention. Jacob's own was his contention. Oh, Jacob, it had been written about Jacob. They had already said that Jacob, the younger was said, that the elder was said the younger. It had been written concerning him that he was going to be the greater one. But here he was, despite his prophecy, he spent how many years to marry one? He spent how many years to marry one? Seven years to marry one woman. On top of the blessing. Then another one to marry the other one. Eh? So in his life, 14 years to marry. <laughs> Jacob. It has been said concerning you. His father even laid hands on him and blessed him. But Jacob was not seeing a blessing. He was not seeing it. Labor was cheating him. Jacob now realized that no, something is wrong somewhere. Something is wrong somewhere. The covenant has been passed to him. But something is wrong somewhere. So one day, he told all his family, Is everybody go ahead of me. And the Bible says, and Jacob was left alone. The book of Genesis. Jacob was left alone. Bible says, and they wrestled with a man. They wrestled with a man. He contended. He contended. He contended. He contended. The Bible says, and there's none that's tearing up himself to take a hold of God. He contended. This prayer point we are taking, what you don't know is that we're actually contending. You know why prophecies come for people and it never comes to pass? Because they don't know that once the word is released, they have to go and contend for it. Sometimes it's better prophecy was not given because the devil does not hear it. Because when it is given, you are not the only one who heard it. The demons also heard it. They said, okay, you have heard it. You will be great. Okay, we shall see. Then you also take it on in the place of prayer where you are most strongest. I'm strongest in the place of prayer, I tell you. Physically, I don't like fighting. I don't like physical, you know, fight. No, but spiritually, I like fights. Once I go on my knees, I know I can stay there. I know I can stay there. Fights. Fight in the place of prayer. I fight in the place of prayer. 
I'm a man of prayer. God hears my voice in the place of prayer. He hears my voice in the place of prayer. For when you leave this camp, let prayer become a lifestyle. Let prayer become a lifestyle. I said in this camp, you pay attention to prophecy and you pay attention to instruction. When you leave this camp, do your first 10 hours. Write it down. How do you do 10 hours? Start. If you do it, you do three. You could not do it. Go and sleep. Wake up. Start again. <laughs> you thought I would say continue. <laughs> okay. You can also do it like that. You can do three, 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 one. Formation. Three. Go and rest. Don't eat heavy. Otherwise, that's the end of the prayer. Three. Rest. Three. Rest, three, rest, one. He said, Father, I have done my 10 hours. I said, pay attention to instruction. You never know what, is going, what God is using that thing for. Prayer, 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 prayer. Can you give your whole day to prayer? Can you give your whole day to prayer? I was teaching them at the leadership academy. I said, sometimes I go and I lie down on my, on my tummy like that. Kele kebosa. Morning, 7 a.m. Shalabo, shalabaya, likomosa. Two o'clock, palaya, sole keke, resete, five p.m. Ah, ah, ah. Six, matalabo, mataleye. Seven, polaye, polaye. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Oh, shakaba. They that wait upon the Lord. They that wait upon the Lord. They that wait upon the Lord. He said they shall renew their strength. So it might look like I'm lying down, but I'm renewing my strength. It might look like I'm lying down, but I'm renewing my strength. When I stand up, when I stand up, when I stand up, things have arranged in the city. Things have arranged in the countries. Things have arranged in the nations. I was lying down in my room. People were running all over town, but I was arranging the country. Everything was hearing my name. They that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So people don't know why some of us don't get tired. It's not because we have some special engine. This is what we do. Likoma ze, ze lekaba, lekoba. And we are lying in the room. Sometimes while we are doing it, small sleep comes. When we sleep small, we wake up. We say, God, are you still there? Lakababa, lekakakaka, ratakaba, lebababa, rabababa. He said, I will pray till I become prayer itself. Some people think we are just lucky. Some people think it is just because it's Ghana that we are doing this. It's not true. It's not true. Ghanaians are very stubborn if you don't know them. They are very stubborn and very proud. <laughs> I remember. I remember. I have done it a couple of times. But I remember one time I did 24 hours non-stop. I did it on my bed. <laughs> you are surprised. Because you, you know you off. <laughs> I did it on my bed. I did it on my bed. 24 hours of prayer. Non-stop. No sleeping. Nothing. I was just praying. Tears were coming out. Tears were coming out. Shala Baba. What was I praying about? Nothing. I'm telling you. What was I praying about? Nothing. But God was using that prayer for something. I just didn't know. That's why he's my partner. He is in the realm of the spirit. He knows all things. So he says, you, do the praying. I know what is going on. So I will use your praying to do something for you.
love praying love praying love praying love praying love praying that's why I like a lot of my leaders a lot of you here love praying continue don't stop it don't stop it prayer 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 when we're going to have pneumatica night I was in my room four days prayer I didn't see the sun I had not seen the sun when we're going to have that all night I did not see the sun I was praying I had not seen the sun. <laughs> I was just praying in the room. At the point when I broke, God said, I have removed the gate of the city and the people will come in. Prayer. 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 One of the things I want to do in my life is to inspire my generation to pray. Is to inspire my generation to pray. Many years ago, there was a time, there was something called uh, uh, prayer something. Prayer first. Where are those days? Prayer first. Those times, prayer first. Secondary school people will go there and go and pray. Where are those days? Everybody has left prayer. No wonder all the youth were going astray. And God went to call me. He said, come here now. Come here now. Come here now. Come here now. I'm going to use you for something. I said, yes, sir. And before we can start it, you have to be a man of prayer. Then I said, oh, God, God, what do I do? He said, speak in tongues. I said, God, uh, only tongues. I said, yes. God's only tongue. Only that one. That's what you want. I said, I will lie on the floor. Go lowball. If you check and lie on the floor will not favor you. Don't lie on the floor. You can sit on a chair. You can sit on a chair. Sometimes when I'm praying, I'm lying on the floor and I feel like I'm going to sleep. I'll sit on the chair. And I'll be shaking my leg like this. God, you like it. Oh, God, you like it. Oh, Ah! I will pray until I become prayer itself. I pray. I pray. I pray. Because I know the day I will stop praying, I'll be blind. I know the day I stop praying, I'll be blind. The day I'll stop praying, I will lose acceleration. The day I'll stop praying, I will struggle. It is better to sweat in prayer than to sweat in life. Prayer. 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 Don't let people tell you that you pray too much. You pray too much. Hey! And I, you pray too much. And every day you are praying. No. Add more. Add more. Because prayer is investment into eternity. Prayer is investment to eternity. David was a man of prayer. He was a man of prayer. Always praying. Always praying. Always praying. There are some people, God will never find them praying. Eh? God will never find them praying, no. So sometimes the only way God can help them to pray is to give them trouble. Once they enter problem, Heavenly Father, King of Glory, your child is here again. After how many years? Lord, I know that I have sinned. Then the problem is solved. For the next one year, living their best life. After that one year, then God, another problem will not come again. Father! He has come again. And usually they come with a different voice. Prayer. Prayer. If your life is going to make impact with God, it's going to come from the place of prayer. David was a man of prayer. You're going to give yourself to prayer. You give yourself to prayer. God, where are you? Salabakataya. Solo Kobala Baba. Le ba 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 ba. Ko se ke le bebe.
You'll be speaking in tongues. You'll be speaking in tongues. Tears will be coming out of your eyes. Maybe at that time your rent is not paid. Don't think about that yet. You'll be speaking in tongues. Lord, I love you. I love you. Lord, I love you. You know it's Kabale Soto. Father, what are we praying about today? There's no prayer point. He said, My son, just keep praying. The place of prayer is the place of vision. The place of prayer is the place of power. The place of prayer is the place of change. The place of prayer is the place of revelation. The place of prayer is the place of acceleration. I gave you five things there. I said the place of prayer is the place of vision. Jesus was praying. Bible says that as he was praying, Moses and Elijah appeared. Moses and Elijah appeared. It is in the place of prayer that vision will come. In the place of prayer, vision comes. The place of prayer is the place of vision. Then the place of prayer is the place of power. When it is time to pray, you make contact with power. Raw power. The third one, I said the place of prayer is the place of change. The place of change. The place of change. What happened? Bible says that as they saw Jesus, his clothes began to glow. There was change going on while he was praying. So anytime you pray, you don't see it with your optical eyes, but something is changing. Something is changing. Something is changing. It's a place of change. And I said, it's a place of revelation. Because it is in the place of prayer that God will speak a word to you. It's a place of prayer that God will give you a strategy. It's in the place of prayer that God will tell you what to do. And the last one, the place of prayer is a place of acceleration. The Bible says concerning Jesus, at one time he was praying. Then he told his disciples, they were supposed to um, cross the sea. And he told his disciples, he said they should take the lead. The Bible records that the, the interval of time was six hours. Listen, he told the disciples to take the lead for six hours. If you are traveling by boat or by ship, and you tell people to take the lead six hours ahead of you, are you planning to go with them? I don't think you are planning to go with them. Jesus was praying. He was praying. And people took lead six hours. The next thing they saw, Jesus was walking on the water to them. That six hours, they took the lead. Jesus covered it in the place of prayer. When he came out, he didn't have to take the boat they took. Do you understand what prayer does for you? It does not make you walk like the men walk. You access God's possibilities. The third point, David. David was a man of praise. You can see all the points are PPP. He was a man of praise. First, he was a man of passion. Passionate toward God. Passionate toward God. You know, some boys think, you know, oh, if, if I cry doing worship, I'm not a hard guy. So, you know, I'm going I'm to really become hard in the place of prayer. In the place, you know, when we worship. When it is time for hard songs, then we the boys, we come in. But when they are singing songs like, uh, uh, I don't know how to say exactly how I feel. I can begin to tell you all your love has meant. I'm lost for words. Is there
secret place just an altar in the flame love is found here in the secret space I hear your voice
Psalm 119 verse 164 in Psalm 119 verse 164 David said remember when he got to prayer he said evening and noon and morning when he came to praise he said seven times a day do I praise thee because of that righteous judgment 
seven times a day do I praise thee seven times a day do I praise thee seven times a day do I praise thee when you wake up in the morning during the day do you have songs of praise in your mouth you know when we say praise people begin to think dance no not always a praise song is not a fast song a worship song is not a slow song Temple has nothing to do with whether it is praise or worship. It's the content of it that determines whether it is praise or worship. So seven times a day do I praise thee. So when you wake up and you have a song in your mouth, I cast my mind to Calvary. Jesus bled and died for me. I see his, his hands, his feet, my Savior, that cursed tree. His body bowed. And drenched in tears, then laid him down in Joseph's tomb. The entrance sealed by heavy stone, Messiah's Seven times a day will I praise thee. Seven times a day will I praise thee. Seven times a day will I praise thee. Seven times a day. David had times he would praise him. He said seven times. Seven different times. Seven different times. Seven different times. Seven times a day will I praise thee because of thy righteous judgments. David was a man of praise. He was a man of praise. And I said, praise is not dance only. Praise is in the content. The song of praise. That's what we're doing this afternoon. We're lifting up praise to God. that praise that David praised God always touched God's heart no wonder he said he's a man after my own heart seven times a day will I praise thee David praised more than he prayed three times he will pray seven times he will praise three times he will pray seven times he will praise but pastor why should I praise when things are not going well praise when it is going well praise when it's not going well praise when it looks like it's almost there 
praise at every point in time. Praise. Praise. I always dreamt of having a church of praise. I always saw it. Church where people would praise God from their hearts. Not caring about the kind of hairstyle they had on. But would praise God from their hearts. And it would be a sweet smelling savour before God. God would accept the praise. Where we are in the midst of him. And God has proven it through the years. He accepts our praise. Anytime we come together and we begin to jump like this. Yesterday I was talking to a, a dear friend of mine. And I said, I'm wondering what God is thinking right now. When we're thanking God yesterday, as I'm wondering what God is thinking. Because I know the scriptures. I know God is not sitting in one throne in heaven and is not moved by anything. No. God is moved. There are things that move God. So every time I'm conscious of what I'm doing, I'm thinking, will God love this one? God moved. Will this one move God? I remember one particular Thanksgiving we had, 2018, at, at Best Western. I wore a red agbada while I did the formation dance with the church. When I got home that night, God said, Kneel down. I knelt down. He said, I love what you did. I said, God, I love you too. As we have praised God's blessing, His grace. Tomorrow during the prophetic night, we'll take time to praise. Patrick, are you ready for us? Tomorrow during the prophetic night, we'll take time to praise God. We'll take time to praise God. Because he said, let the people praise thee, O God. Let the people praise thee. He said, then the earth will yield for the increase. So I've learned the secret. Sometimes in my room, in my room, alone. Brown was telling you guys, in my room alone. Sing it the way it is.